tour, and I'm going to show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe I'm second-guessing myself that I am the greatest of all time forever and ever. One surprise. One surprise. I'm back. To make it off the ice cold streets of the city, you better have a Christopher Word game with it. You better have a dance game similar to Diddy. Right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to English Plus Podcast. Sorry, it's been a little bit. You know, you know, I got some free time. Record this episode. You know, it's full blown summer right now. You know, it's getting hot outside. I don't know where it is, you know, where you at, you know, we're here, yo, it's been like 80s, you know, we in the 70s right now, you know, this is, I ain't really a big fan of heat, you know, but you know, hey, you know, we in that full movie season right now, you know, I'm consumed some stuff since the last time, you know, I spoke into this microphone, so we gonna about to get all up in it. Let's go. Then most of you have friends. I got a big house on the big side of town. I got life pretty much the way I want it. I, I, I. We're gonna talk about some movies real quick. You know, I already seen the first two big joints of Summer Man. I saw that Fast Five. I saw that Thor. You know, I should probably get a little bit better, but you know, I need some like. Fresh mic and some quiet space or something to do these joints after I see them because you know I see them early. So fast five, fast five was incredible, y'all. You know, some people gonna disparage you. you talk about, you know, I don't need that high, you know, that shit's hot like fire. Fire. It's like it's so hot. The human torch, touch it, and you let all man that burns. Yeah, um, for those who don't know, this is the fifth Fast and Furious continuity-wise. It still takes place before the Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift because Han is still in it. The basic plot is we see the end of Fast and Furious, you know, the fourth one, where Mia, um, Jordana Brewster, and Brian O'Connor, Paul Walker, Breaks down, basically out of prison with cars, with you know Tego Calderon and his brother, played by Donald Martin. I don't even know the character names. It's Tego Calderon and Donald Martin. All we need to know. Yeah, right. We got they break out down. Then they go to Brazil and they chilling. And they meet up with. Homeboy with the beard from the first movie. The guy's arm all messed up. You know, he chilling down there, he eating, you know what I'm saying, relaxing. You know, living you know, outside of outside of work. And, you know, basically, there's these people on the run. They up there, they robbing cars and shit. And, you know, they robbed some cars from, like, you know, most powerful dude, Sound uh, in Rio. Legitimate businessman, but guess what? He runs the crime too. At the same time, the feds, American feds, since you know, the rock down, go get him. Essentially, unlike previous movies where it was all about car racing, 
This movie is essentially all about a heist film with cars. Think on the Italian job in Brazil. Selling Mini Coopers. You got freaking fast ass whips all over the place. And punchings and freaking Vin Diesel versus The Rock. Yeah, it's epic. It's like Ocean's Eleven, Italian job. Fast and Furious put into a blender. It's highlight fire. Um, I'm not really going to talk about performances because The Rock is The Rock. You know, it's, it's not Dwayne Johnson. He's basically The Rock. Um, you know, Paul Walker, you know what you're going to get out of him. You know, he's Brian O'Connor. That's like his role. You know, he has a smile. Talks about how he's going to be dumb one day. Tyrese was funny, you know. He really had to punch nobody out, you know. He's he's the same character from from two. Um, Ludacris was pretty funny. He's kind of like the nerd, the nerd of the group. Um, Han, smooth Asian dude, always eating. Um, Jadon Brewster, good. You know, she's you know that's that's her role. I guess that's the only thing she can really get. I don't know why she's really. Pretty and stuff. Um, uh, the Latin girl from the last one that was like part of the bad guys group, but like Dom, she's in it. She has this thing with Han. Uh, again, Tego Calderon, Don Omar, comedic element. They speak all in Spanish the whole time. Uh, it's just, it's a fun movie. It's a summertime movie. Cars, explosions, chasing, fight. Guns, you know, let's rob a, let's rob somebody of a hundred million dollars. That's about it. As an after credit scene, basically, it's gonna be a Fast and Furious six. It's gonna be awesome. To look forward to that. You know, that's my thing. This this movie's hot. This was E written them. It's two thumbs up. Nothing to mess with it. Second big movie, my man, Thor. Thor was awesome. Thor to me is the best Marvel made film. Basic plot of Thor. Um, as Guardians fights Frost Giants, Odin kicks their ass. You see Odin's two sons, Thor, Loki. Explains this. Fast forward. Brash, arrogant Thor. Everybody loves him though. He's like the quarterback, you know. Loki, looking kind of salty. You know. They get attacked by some frost giants. Thor get pissed off, right? He don't listen to his daddy. He run up on them, them cats, you know, break the truce. And yeah, you know, they have an argument and then. He sends his ass down to earth. Scribes him yelling there with the famous quote, you know, those who is worthy, but that's about, you know, you know, you should not treat up on. Um, on earth, he meets Jane Foster. 
find out Loki's behind a lot of stuff. His friends try to figure out where to get him back. Thor learns humility on Earth. Odin goes into Odin's sleep. Blah. He says destroy to go kill Thor. Loki sends destroy to go kill Thor. Thor ends up being worthy. Gets hammer, smash, destroy it. Goes fight Loki. They have their brother fight. He still wants to save him. Have this kind of juice moment. You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. Thor comes out on top. It's a better guy. His dad's cool with him a little bit more. And he's, you know, Asgard's cut off from Earth. You know, this is going to last a certain degree because when Chris, they say the next time you're going to see Thor, it's Avengers. Comes on next year. Alright. Great movie. Light, funny, good action. This Helmsworth totally sealed the store. Natalie Portman is good as Jane Foster. Changed her character from a nurse to a scientist. Gave her a mentor. And the Scars guys, but he plays him. He's good. He's entertaining. Cat Denny is Darcy. They're like a college student assistant. Funny. Has a lot of good lines. Dude plays Loki. On point. Made you empathize with Loki. Just not the douchebag like he is in comics. All the guys who played the Warriors 3, I think, worked as their roles. Even do play Ray Winstone plays freaking. Nah, it's not Ray Winstone. Stevenson, I think. Whatever. Guy who plays Volstag works, even though he's like a big muscle dude. It's like a fast suit on He was good. He was eating. Boastful. Seth, good. Owen, good. It all works. Um, the reason why I say it's the best Marvel movie. Because if you look at the Marvel movies, I'm not saying the ones produced by Sony. That's all about the ones produced by Fox. Marvel movies. Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, and now Thor. Everyone really likes Iron Man. You seem to forget that in the third act, the big climax part, only start versus, you know, staying it's not good at all. It's bad. It's boring. It's terrible. It's the worst part of the movie. People forget that because the whole him getting captured, the whole him making a suit, the whole him escaping, you know, the origin of Iron Man, him coming out, him making a better suit, him messing up and bumping his head to funny parts. The way Robert Downey Jr. perfectly captures the character. Stuff with like you know, Rhodey. Uh, the chemistry between Gwyneth Paltrow and Robert Downey Jr. as Pepper Potts and Tony Stark is dope. Even the dude playing saying is dope. But that last fight when he becomes he goes into the suit and he's arm up and then Pepper Potts gotta run out and she's in heels and then. Is a saver and they fight on the freeway. All that shit is terrible. And again, he gets overshadowed by the thing at the end. Comes out, he says he's Iron Man. And then you get the after credit scene and Nick Fury standing in his house telling him, well, this stuff is connected, blah, blah, blah. 
Ghostbusters is good. The main crux of the third act is terrible. The Incredible Hulk, it was okay. Not that great either. I said like the original Ang Lee Hulk. I'm the only one of the few. But The Incredible Hulk is kind of alright. A lot of the beginning stuff. Him running around his banner was good. All the Hulk stuff. Big fighting. Mm. Iron Man 2. I actually like more Iron Man 1. Not shared by a lot of people. I feel the third act is a lot better. Carson, the second act, kind of long and boring. Don't really need it. I like it for character building. Because, you know, he's going to be in Avengers and then Iron Man 3. What I thought, like, you need more character building to get to the point where you are in Avengers. But a lot of people don't like to fight with some. Fuck it. Crimson Dynamo, Whiplash, whatever you want to call him. For me, it's everything from when he takes over Rhodey and attacks the Stark Expo until when him and Rhodey defeat him. That whole sequence to fly through with the robot drones and him saving Rhodey. And you have freaking Skullers Johansson's Black Widow fighting a bunch of people. All that works a lot better than Ironmonger. But Thor, Thor perfectly captures each arc as we know in film. It builds perfectly, climaxes, and resolves itself. Perfect hero journey. Perfect. No flaws. It's what you want out of this superhero movie. Anyone can get it. You can even watch it without words, really. It's going to be less fun, but you can. You totally get what's going on. It's little, it's little tiny flaws, not big gaping flaws. So that's why I say it's the best Marvel for this movie. I'm putting it against Spider-Man 2. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't putting it against Dark Knight, you know. Nah, because you know, he ain't messing with those right there. You know, it's top of the mind right there. They playing chess with gold pieces. You know what I'm saying? They big balling. Throw his top notch. And also, the after credit scene gets you mad hype for Captain America and Avengers. Mad hype. You gotta go see that. Get on that. So I hear we go. I read a lot of comics in between. I'm borrowing two series from a friend. Borrow uh, fables. And I bought 100 Bullets. You know, these are two pretty high up series right now. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people sweat their technique hardcore. You know, but so on. You know, I haven't tried. So I'm going to go in on it for a second. Let's start out with Fables. I read 13 trades. I read everything up until, you know, the, the Witches when I ain't read. Rose Red it wasn't out yet. I finished. Or just came out. Um, you know it's a good series. Willingham, Buckingham. Yeah, they do good work. I don't really see why everyone shits on the first trade. Um, they say it's not that good. Um, I don't get it. It was pretty decent. 
It's like a pilot to, episode, to a TV series. It sets the tone. It lets you know who Bigby is. Let you know who Snow White is. Rose Red. Jack. Prince Charming. It, it, set, it sets the tone. The mayor, you know. Um, what's his name? King Cole. Yeah, King Cole. His boy Blue is in it. it, it um, yeah, Flycatcher, a.k.a. the Frog Prince. It really sets the tone well. People say, oh, it's not even good. It's like, I don't understand why we read the second trade and skip the first one. I read the second trade. I don't get the... I don't get the, it, it, like, you really shouldn't skip the pilot of a show. Even when you first don't like a show, you say, oh, it's bad. You should still watch the pilot. It sets up everything. It's the smartest way to do things. So, the first trait isn't that bad as a newbie to fables, like I am. I've been reading for years. I read it in, like, a week. Um, the second trait is good. Adam Farm is pretty dope. You know, it it really builds builds well. You know, the whole thing with the adversary. Um, I really like Prince Charming. I think a lot of people have a lot of other characters they like more. I really like Prince Charming. I really like Boy Blue. Cause it's kind of gangster. The freaking sword and a goddamn cave. He was beasting on people. Cold beasting. Um. Yeah, Jack is a is a douchebag, but he's I don't see him that much in the regular fables for him to be a douchebag. And yeah, if you hear something right now, um, a ghetto bird is flying over. I don't know why it's DC. Might not be ghetto bird. Might be some military shit. I don't know. Whatever. It's gonna be in the podcast. I ain't editing out. Um. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good characters, you know. I like the um the romance with Bigby and Cinderella was kind of, I think not Cinderella, um Snow White. I thought it was building okay and then they kinda of, like forced them together. With the whole mind control thing. But it was okay. Um Yeah, it's just a really good story. Everything building up to the adversary and them dealing with him and you know who you find out who it is. I don't like the way Buckingham draws Pinocchio. It's a 10-year-old boy, but he doesn't look like a 10-year-old boy. He looks like the the little gangster in the old Looney Tunes cartoons with the big-ass hat. He never looks like a kid to me. At all. Um, Flycatcher, the Frog Prince is a beast. His whole trade, Frog Prince is to jump off. He has a great heroic arc. Um... That point where people say that fables weren't that good after the adversary stuff. I guess I can it, it read fine, except for the Great Fables crossover, which was complete and utter garbage. It was terrible. I don't it, it served no point. I think they wrote it shitty on purpose. Um I'm looking forward to reading Rose Red, you know. And I'll try to keep up with it. Now the next big book you know, Vertigo comic series is 100 Bullets. 100 Bullets is a great comic. It's really dope. Until issue, like... 99. 
99, not all 99, like the second half of 99 and 100. Um, it's a good crime comic. Um, if the end for me felt like he just wanted to be done with it, it didn't, it didn't feel right compared to this long story that I was reading from the first one. I don't, what happens to Dizzy and Loop and Lono to me got too important. Um, how certain characters go out is kind of lame. Um, the middle trades are really good. I forget the name of the one trade, but the one that focuses on Willie basically in New Orleans is really excellent. Um, yeah, the Rigo's art is impeccable. Dave Johnson's covers can hardly be matched. As well as writing is dope. You like you know, Graves is cool, Augustus, Benito, Cole is kind of cool. Jack is kind of interesting. Um, the last minute man, Remy, he's actually annoying. Um, his brother was Wake Boy. Yeah, issue 50 was really dope. Most of the minute men are cool, but it's just kind of like they stopped serving a purpose once you got to the end. I didn't understand, I didn't understand the point. Essentially, it ends everything. And that was kind of unfulfilling, especially what happens to Dizzy at the end. Loop never really got as badass as I would hope he would become. It's like they kind of set him up really dope. They, they make his father really badass. Um, and in the end, he's outshadowed by like other guys that they brought in just because they're badass. Even stuff in jail was cool. It's like every. Yeah, I just think at a certain point, it's just too much was focused on no, no. Chick, things her name Megan, and her plot it came out of nowhere. It's for me to sound like he was setting something up with Benito, and then it went a totally different direction. And then it, like, it's uh, yeah, really good book, really good book. So if you read it, read like you get to the last trade. And when you feel like you're getting close to the issue 99, don't read those last two. Just walk away. Imagine you don't end it. You better. But it's worth reading. It's worth reading. Real good. Some good comics. Just not a fan of the ending. But yeah. What else did I read? I'm reading this, uh, British comic. Somebody let me borrow a friend of mine. Sinister Dexter. It's bananas. I can't really talk about it. It's crazy. It's British. Yeah, man. They just kill people with artists all. It's like bananas Britishly detailed, painterly. You know, it's 2000 AD, man. I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's crazy. People get killed and they hunt people. And one dude's name's Sinister. Next dude's name's Dexter. 
and they go around looking like a, looking like if a male and master teamed up with Ricardo Tubbs and it worked out in Europe in the future. And Tubbs got a TV implanted in his head and he watched it through his eyes. It's crazy. It's crazy. I think we're going to end it off with that. You know, I gave you some reviews, some movies, and some comics. And, you know, hopefully I'll get on some next stuff. You know, some season from finale is coming up. Um, the season finale is coming up. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Tremaine just restarted on HBO. Y'all should be watching that. Yeah, you know. Somebody just found I'm a cop fighter going to be in Torchwood. Never seen one episode, but cop fighter that dude. That's my man right there. I had to watch that, you mean? Tyler, the creator from uh, freaking Wolfgang, Our Future, whatever the heck they call themselves, just came out with an album. I think I should listen to it. I'm a newbie to them cats, so maybe if I listen to it, talk about it, give my thoughts on it. You know, we got the internet going nuts. So, you know, that's, that's about it right now. You know, hopefully next time I see y'all, I'll see some more crazy hot movies. You know, hopefully I don't, you know, wait too damn long to do it. But I'm going to get at you. Oh. I was a freaking super show, CGI super show. It was how life I want to give thanks to Brian Demon, Peter Rios, Shane, Jamie D, Adam Murdo, Mike Gallagher, Matt, Kevin, everybody else up with that show. It was good times. Did it up with uh, Sean Pryor, PKD, Action Lab, Matthias Wave, Jetta, you know, everybody else doing big things. Got up on that Comic Time podcast. You gonna hit, you know, probably post it up on my feed. But yeah, we did that. Coming up, yeah, I'm gonna get at you. I'm back. Stay up. Read some good stuff. Watch some fire stuff. Listen to some hot music. We out. It's summertime. Real estate or something.